back to the podcast. This is going to be one of the most important podcasts and we're leading into the election of 2020 in November. Uh, and I say this is the most important podcast because what you're going to learn here is going to be more significant than anything else that you've ever learned. It might combine and connect dots that you might have already thought about already. Uh, but this right here is going to be the information that's going to make you the most informed person, maybe even out of 95% of other people when it comes to elections, when it comes to politics, but more importantly, when it comes to the world affairs and the current status of the world we live in. So that is the pent up for this podcast. And you know what? Because there is an acceleration in our very way of life, uh, in a uh, almost like a some of these scientists would explain it differently, but it's almost like we're quantum leaping into a new reality, and we're we're hastening the pace to that reality, and that the world right now is extremely moldable and it's extremely uh, workable to create out of this time period a reality that we truly want. Not a utopianism, but a reality that is fair and just. And so that is going to be a part of this podcast, maybe interwoven throughout the themes of today's episode. Uh, But before I continue, and I'm going to swing on over to Facebook, get them going live, uh, I want to tell you guys you can also support the podcast through the Longevity products, which I will be posting in the link in the description. The new Ultimate Zinc. A lot of people have been, you know, we're talking about flu season now. You know, we're talking about COVID. We're all, everyone's talking about COVID all the time. How would you like to actually know that your immune system is boosted and as uh, performing at an optimum level? That's that's how I exist. And so when I like sell you something or offer you something, it's something that I'm already taking. It's something that I am already doing. So one thing I'll recommend, it's literally $30, less than $30 for a bottle of zinc from Longevity. And I'm gonna post that in the link in the description. And you guys just need to order it. You need to start taking it. Maybe not absolute regularly, but at any time you're feeling fatigued, down, sniffles, any of it, you need zinc. You have a zinc deficiency and it is a essential mineral. So I wanted to mention that before we launched over into Facebook. You can always support me also by sharing this podcast, literally DMing it to a friend or family member who wants to know the truth, the red pill, if you will, of this election, the world, the state of affairs we're in. Fox News doesn't have it for you. CNN won't have it for you. Nothing that I'm sharing will be told on mainstream media anywhere, but it is the case that we are in. And so let me continue and go live here. All right, this is taking a second. I don't even know if I'm live yet on Facebook. Here we go. Okay, so we are live on Facebook and I'm letting everybody know right now ahead of time. So I'm pre-recording a podcast version of this. I will post the link of the podcast in the comments. So if you're watching a replay, hit hashtag replay. That way I know you're there and then you can also get on the podcast through iTunes that I'll publish there in the comments. So really exciting stuff. What you're gonna learn about right now in this podcast is some of the more important things 
a lot of people are not talking about anywhere on mainstream media, but I'm gonna tell you guys about it right now. So I have actually some notes in front of me and I'm gonna go over just exactly what uh, we're gonna be covering. And so I know on Facebook, I started with a normalcy bias. I guess I can start with that here on the podcast. So here's the problem. People have a normalcy bias at this time period. Even though we have COVID, even though we are experiencing a recession and we're going through major technological changes and we're experiencing a quantum leap in our reality, a lot of people out there are still asleep to that very nature. We are living during a very intense time period. You who are listening to this now have lived to see the day where there are more dramatic changes happening in the world at a higher and higher rate of time. It's almost like our news cycle is is quantum leaping itself. It's like one 24-hour period, it just compounds into even more information and it's just getting out of hand and out of control. And even a lot of these prominent Instagrams and things that cover news and everything and information, they're still missing a lot of key elements that people won't understand unless they read history, unless they do deep research and spend a lot of hours studying the nature of where we are. And so that is something that I've spent you know, my time doing, especially leading into this election and things like that. And so what I'm telling you is that people are just sort of everything's normal and things are just oh, this is just like a regular election. It's like Republican versus Democrat and I'm gonna choose the lesser of two evils. I've been hearing that from people. It's like, what are you talking about? You're either choosing life or death. That is the option now that you don't understand that we have literally jumped into a space-time continuum where our reality is now uh, accelerating towards either death and demise and destruction and the complete enslavement of the world or freedom, prosperity, and debunking a system that has controlled us for generations, okay? that This is what I'm reading. This is what I'm studying, okay? And so this is the importance of where we are, the intensity of the moment that we are in. But yet people think it's normal. People think COVID is normal and it's a flu and we just need to, you know, cover our, ma- our mouths and, and wear a mask and we're going to get through it all and everything's going to be... It's like, no. How about... This is the end of your very way of life. How about that? How about I just tell you the truth about that? This is the end of your very way of life. And let me tell you something straight up. If we ever do get back to normal, where you can go to a football game or a basketball game and you don't have to wear a mask and you don't have to be vaccinated and COVID is not mentioned at all whatsoever at, a, at any of these events, that's victory. And guess what? The credit belongs to the people like myself who don't want to wear the mask, who are not going to buy into the fear, who are going to debunk the whole thing, okay? It's people like me and you, probably those of you who are listening, that are going to be the victors in this entire thing because we were the ones who fought for your rights to be free, your rights to be free. And so what's happening, that's just, that's just COVID. Just imagine that. That's just COVID. They're getting rid of cash. This is all happening now. And it should be in your nature to want to know what's really going on. And you do see that. You do see that. I see that. I see that in people uh, all over the place. People are curious. They want to know what's really going on. They want to know the truth. They want to be uh, you know, honest about the situation. 
you know, they don't want to end up in living in fear. And so, so important that you guys understand that because that is where we are today. We are in a period that is not normal and we need to quit acting like it's normal. And so there are abstract measures that should be looked at to be taking right now that is untraditional and unlike traditional times. So that's what I'll start with. We got to get rid of this normalcy bias. It's unbelievable. So let's go over some of this news that went over uh, this week. It doesn't seem like things are just accelerating. So Trump got COVID, right? You know, and one of the first things that I thought about when Trump got COVID was I said to myself, well, now that he doesn't need to get the vaccine. Think about that. He doesn't need to get the vaccine anymore because he might have an immunity to it. And it's kind of like, okay, maybe we should all just get COVID so we shouldn't get the vaccine. What do you want? You know, pick your uh, poison, I guess, right? Because if they force vaccines on us, but you're, you're immune if you've already had it, then, you know, maybe having it is better than the vaccine because case in point, the vaccine just might have longer term permanent damage than COVID itself. Think about that. So, you know, that's the first thing I thought about when Trump got it diagnosed. I'm like, well, now he doesn't really need the vaccine, I guess. I mean, he doesn't need to take it, right? So I was curious about that and, you know, what people would think about that. Then it occurred to me that Trump had a political football in his hands. And he could score a touchdown with it or he could fumble the ball and totally screw this up. When he was diagnosed with COVID, he had a real unique opportunity to experience COVID, go through that experience, come out the other side, promote, you know, drugs and vitamins and minerals that are good for you, that are treatable for for the actual virus itself and come out feeling better and being healthier, whatever have you. And he has a real uh, chance at making life normal again uh, without being victimized by the media who are going to crucify him for wanting to, you know, uplift restrictions or even check this out. And nobody's really thought about this. Start prosecuting governors and state legislators that are locking down their states unconstitutionally. Think about that. Now, there's a real opportunity here for Trump. Now, he could have screwed it all up. Fumbling would have been, he's really sick. Maybe he dies. That's fumbling, uh, which is basically dying, meaning like he got the wrong prescription. He screwed it up. COVID killed him. Or again, people killed him. Assassination attempt. So there are still things that could happen, but didn't. Um, And so far, they're not happening. But again, that's what I was thinking in my head. So that's fumbling. Fumbling would have been, he quarantines for two weeks. He, he closes off his campaign, shuts down everything, uh, blah, 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 right? Responds to it and then reinforces COVID measures because, you know, he got it. He's afraid and blah, blah, blah. He could have done that. That's called fumbling the ball. That is not called protecting people, blah, 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 what are these other people are saying. No, that's a fumble. Instead, I'm impressed personally. Uh, there's times when I'm like, well, Trump screwed that up, Okay. There's a lot of times when Trump, I say, Trump did very well. And I actually, with this whole COVID situation so far, I give him an A plus with with him being diagnosed, treated, and then leaves the hospital within a few days. That's an A plus because what he said after he left, he said, we should not fear this virus. We should not let it, in his own words, dominate us. So 
he could never ever say that unless he actually had it. You get you get what I'm saying? He couldn't actually get away with saying something like that unless he actually got it. So now, <clears throat> did he actually get the virus? I have no idea if he actually got it. Honestly, who cares if he did or didn't? I I mean, I'd rather him, you know, not get it. Get, I don't really care. It's the messaging that has to be the most important part of this entire operation. It's, it has nothing to do with him getting COVID. That, that doesn't mean anything to me. I don't care about that. I know people who've gotten it and gotten over it. So it's not about that. It's about how Trump maintains himself as the president. And now he has this window to end the lockdowns. And again, it's not him that's locking it down on a federal level. It's these states that are locking down. So now he can get the Justice Department involved and actually prosecute these governors who are committing crimes by shutting down businesses. You understand that's a crime, right? You understand that there's nothing about that in the Constitution, that there is no governor powers. Even the Supreme Court in Michigan voted and said, yeah, no, the governor does not have the power to just shut down the state's economy or any businesses whatsoever for any reason, unless they've truly violated something in regards to the commerce of what they're doing in terms of how they operate. Of course, we there's still regulations, but to sit there and say that this virus is going to cause the shutdown. So Trump has a real opportunity to turn this entire thing around. So what does it mean? It literally means for the world, it means that Trump can now be the leader, like the Brazilian president, in saying, look, our country does not need to be shut down. We need to go back to normal. We need to live our lives. We need to continue. We need to progress. We need to grow. We need to be better. And to be honest, with this whole this talk about government-funded healthcare, it's just so annoying to me because the healthcare in this country is sucks. Whether it's government-funded or whether it's free market. The damn healthcare and the medical system itself is awful at what they do. Their job, they do an awful job at curing cancer, at curing diabetes, curing, uh, you know, lung disease, heart disease. There's a lot of major issues that kill millions of people a year that aren't viruses, okay, just by the way, that deal around our healthcare system as it is. It doesn't matter if it's government funded and especially if it's government run. The innovation in, in healthcare and in, in medicine just overall would decline rapidly. You do not want that, by the way. You do not want a government-funded healthcare because it wouldn't innovate. It wouldn't create. There would be no free market. Saying that you should have the government run something is assuming that it is perfect as it is already and we just need it to be provided for as a quote-unquote a human right. Okay, no, none of that. Is, that's all trash. So I just want to mention that right now. So – Right here, there, what the future of the world is, we don't need government intervention in things, especially dealing with our own health. You're responsible for your own health. You're responsible to take care of yourself. Trump isn't responsible for giving you COVID or not giving you COVID or, or, or causing some uh, issue. Your governor isn't responsible for shutting down or, or – or, it's your individual responsibility. You – you are in charge of your own life. And so it all goes back to individualism. 
You see, because I'm an individualist. That doesn't mean I'm a selfish person. It just means I believe in humanity so much that I believe that the individual has the sovereignty to do whatever it is that is right for them to do. They want to wear a mask. That's cool. They want to smoke cigarettes in their car and do whatever. That's their issue. That means they want to die of lung cancer. That's their problem. I'm not going to sit here and force people to do something that's not good for them. You know, if any, if, if that were true, you know, you'd create laws around every single aspect of life. And so if we allow collectivism to, to control our very way of life, we're going to lose control because they're going to put only control measures that they agree are good, that are made up by committees and made up by elitists in, in, in areas of, of our lives that we don't know and understand, just like these vaccines, just like you know, COVID testing and all this other stuff has caused more problems than it's done us very good, okay? Now, we have a real opportunity to turn things around. There's a couple other notes I wanted to make here. So, all right, so really, after we've really shut down this economy and now we're about to rebuild it and, re and, and regrow it, we need to start talking about the Americana reboot, literally rebooting Americana to a new level, okay? Because remember, COVID was supposed to happen with Hillary Clinton as president. COVID is not an operation in response to Trump. COVID is an operation that was already going to happen no matter what. Notice because it's a world operation, it's not a just a an America thing. It is a worldwide operation. So with that being said, uh, it, it happened and Trump just so happened to be our president. Imagine if Hillary was our president right now. We would have forced vaccines already. We would be, the whole country would be locked down. There will be contact tracers in every way in our federal government. There would be, uh, there would be a new federal agency or the public health department on a federal level would have been expanded even, even grandiose, like just hugely expanded to create contact tracers and new apps. You know, that there would have been a government run app. Guys, it would have been a disaster and you don't have to believe me. Just look at Australia and look at the UK. They are experiencing the most lockdown controlled situation ever in the history of the world. It is robbing them of more freedom. And I'll tell you, Australia is a prison colony. It's always been that way and it seems like it always will be, sadly. And the Australian people are great people. They are totally enslaved to their own system right now. And so what I'm telling you is imagine that. COVID was one of many operations that was supposed to take down America. It was one of many. It's taken down a lot of nations. A lot of people have starved to death, by the way, in the third world, completely starved to death. Think about that. No one gives a shit about them. But there are millions of people who have starved to death because the supply chain is shut off. And guess what? There ain't no cruise ships going to these Caribbean islands and Mexico and Central America because of COVID. So we're shutting down the economy. The economy shutting down kills more people than a virus ever could facts. That is reality. And so we are living during a death spiral of the third world. No one gives a shit because everyone wears their masks and they think they're saving everybody else. And then they get pissed off when other people don't do it. And then they think that the vaccine is going to be great. And they're going to plunge a needle into their babies and their kids and all that because they're virtuous and they're going to show you who's boss. Think about that. The lunacy and idiocy of medical knowledge and information in general 
is uh, it's never been more rampant than it is right now. And so I will say that up front with all of you, uh, just in the most blatant way. And so let's move on from that. Now, with that being said, we can reboot the, the whole economy. We can reboot the whole world. Because if America says, no, nah, we're good. Uh, we don't need the vaccine, really. And I'm talking about, yes, they're going to come out with one. But I'm saying, on in general, if people just don't take it and American businesses and stuff round up and say, no, we're not going to implement these draconian measures. This is unconstitutional. We're not going to require our employees to get vaccinated. We're not going to require our customers to be vaccinated. We're not going to, we're not going to plug into the system. We're not going to require the uh, customers to have an app that we trace them on and make sure that they're, you know, not COVID positive or they're not going to be infected. That is something that American businesses have to decide. And guess what? If governors are challenged and mayors are challenged on their unconstitutional lockdowns and orders, then only then will we actually have freedom. Because a lot of these businesses like bars and barbers and and salons and retail stores, they don't want to be locked down. They don't want to exist in this world where they can't actually have their customers wear whatever they want to wear. Come on in. They can't have it to where they have half the occupancy on a, at a restaurant. They can't, they can't operate like this. This is the end of your very way of life. This is what I mean. 66% of businesses are never coming back. Your favorite restaurant that was a little local area, whatever, it's never coming back. It's going to go out of business by 2020. It's going to be over for them. And that local pub that you really like that's not, you know, red chilies or whatever, it's going out of business. It's over for them. It's over. Small businesses and business owners, they're all going to be bankrupted. And so understand that if you continue to wear this mask and you continue to, you know, get upset about it or you allow people to be upset about something totally unjustifiably, then you are committing uh, the act of destroying your very way of life. People don't seem to understand. They think that wearing the mask and, and getting the vaccine and doing all this stuff is gonna make the world go back to normal. No, it is not gonna be normal. And if it is normal, it's only normal for a little while until they clamp down on you on something else. And so people don't realize that this is the very end of life. And guess what? It's gonna be people like us who are awakened, who know what's really going on, we're the ones who are going to execute on a plan to really rebuild the country and rebuild the world. And you know what? We're never going to get a thank you. People are just going to join us when it's going to get more popular. Just like Mark Twain said with the Winter Soldier and the Sunshine Patriot. And how it's only it's during a time period when you're a patriot, but not even just a patriot, but just being somebody who's awakened, who knows what's really going on. There's only a certain time period where you're in the uh, in the minority, in the real, real minority. That's us. And so what's going to happen later is the majority of people will get on board. I know a lot of people that were scared of COVID and da da, and they've waken up. Okay, so there's a lot. There's an awakening happening, and, and so understand that that's really good. So there is an awakening. It is good. And so we're a part of that. But guess what? We're never going to get a thank you. We're never going to get a thank you. So stop so stop worrying about being praised for ending the lockdowns. That's gonna. We're going to do it because we're going to defeat these tyrants. That's what's going to happen. And Trump's a part of that. But more importantly, you are a part of that. And that's the message that I want to get across today, most importantly. Okay? So uh, I wanted to get into the Fed not printing money anymore by December 
do your research, find out. It's not on any news, really. Uh, this was just a letter that was sent to a bank, and it was being exposed as uh, one of the banks, literally, an exec, a bank executive basically came out and said that they're not going to be printing the dollar. Uh, they're not going to be printing dollars anymore. So we're now in a cashless society where they can control all your payments and what you're ordering, what your purchases are, so that they can use this information like Google uses your information to sell your data, to know how to market to you, but not only that, to control you, to understand who you are on another level. That is what we're going to be dealing with. And so the last thing I'll say on this podcast is this. Look, we are... The population in this country are very much like zoo animals. They're fed, they're taken care of, they're nurtured. And what we're trying to do with red pilling people, oh, there it is. What we're doing is you can't just throw somebody back, uh, you can't just throw a zoo animal back into the wild and expect it to actually live and know what to do. Our population has been so demoralized, every, they think, they think, People actually believe there's white supremacists running around somewhere killing people. It, there are people who believe the most delusional things. They are fed lies. And when they get off of the teat of lies, okay, they're not going to know where to go or what to do. They're not going to know who to trust. And so when it comes to these zoo animal you know, relationship here where you take a zoo animal and you put them out in the wild, there's a particular way to do that. That isn't going to shock the animal and it's not going to get the animal killed. You have to do it in a gracious way. You have to do it in a way that allows the animal to learn its you know, habitual nature and get back to what it was normally doing. So we have to do that with COVID. We have to do that with politicians. I was just talking to a good friend of mine who mentioned how, yeah, you know, when you find out that your your heroes, your Hollywood heroes are pedophiles and they're having sex with children and they're demonic and disgusting, it's really tough on you because psychologically you're like, oh, I really loved, you know, this person and I love their movies, but now you're just like, oh my God, but like that person is responsible for this crime, you know what I mean? Or whatever have you. And so that's what I mean by the zoo animal thing too. It's like we have to get people into the wild so that, but it's a better life for them. You see what I'm saying? Like, the animal could die as soon as they get out there, right? But overall, the animal, I think, overall, would be happier out of the cage and in the wildlife, right? And, and, and living a free life. And that is what I'm trying to do for other people is get them to an understanding that allows them to move on in life and actually, you know, uh, get them out into the wildlife, help them, you know, gather information, be a logical human being, learn from the world, learn from history and pay attention to the world that we live in so that you can make good decisions to influence your life in a positive way uh, and in a productive way. Because collectively, and I don't mean this in a, in, in a negation to individualism, but collectively, we are going to build something together. It is your individual responsibility to take that upon yourself, to do what it is that you must but we are here together to build something great. And so that's what I'll end it with. I appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. Um, there's going to be more coverage on different election stuff coming in the future. Otherwise, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Peace.